0: Is that his spot, Sister Dan? Mm-hmm. Awesome. There's four right here, so I—he's mm-hmm. he, got to be sitting there. There's, there's, there's four six here. There's, there's seven here. There's, there's all these people here, and he's running right the rest. Well, he said with two or three, I gathered in my name, right? he's right here too we don't always know but if we can get a mindset and get an understanding that he is there he's a constant (coughs) excuse me he's a constant he's that little small voice that you always hear don't do that He's that small voice that says, hey, come on, you know that's wrong. He's that small voice that says, just go tell that verse, I love. Yeah. Oh, yes. He's right there. He's that small voice that whispers in your ear, Says, don't be afraid. It's not unto death. <laughs> He's that small voice whus- that whispers in your ear that says, I've been here this whole time. Yeah. If you would just speak my name. Oh, you you. Uh, if you would but speak my name. I've been here the whole time. We get to the point where we cause ourselves so much grief and heartache because we think we're doing the things that we need to do. We, we especially us fellas is Brother Ryan said it this morning. We're prideful. So we get it in our heads and what we're doing is, is our thing. And God's trying to tell us, but it's not my thing. And ladies, you're not exempt either. Sometimes we get case of the hard head and it's my thing. And God said, no, it's got to be my thing. I'm in your midst. There's things that I want to do with you. There's things I want to do for you. There's there's places I need to take you. There's ways that I need to use you. But if you can't get the realization that I am here with you, then I'm tied. I can't do anything. If I can say this this evening, I believe God's talking to each and every one of you and he's telling you, I need you. I have no idea where this is coming from, but buddy, I'm going with it. I believe God's looking at each and every one of you and says, I need you. I would love, and I could have had, I could have had the testimony, Brother Ryan has. That's one of the greatest testimonies any man could ever have, right Amen. there. Amen. Especially a young man like this. Amen. Because there's such a pull in the world. And and I don't care, contrary to disbelief, all these pictures they paint of the devil being ugly and this and that and the other. That's a lie. That's right. Come on. That's a lot. Because the Bible teaches us that Lucifer was the most beautiful angel God had up there. So how can we stand there and look at him like he's some kind of uh, horns and a, a forked tail and a forked tongue and clothing hooks and things like that? That's and you need to understand the reason why we're drawn so much to sin. The reason why our flesh is drawn so much to the things of this world. Because To the Carmelites, pretty. I'll never forget the first time. And I, ain't. God knows I wish I could take it all back. I wish I could take it all back, but I can't. It happened. I did it. The devil didn't twist my arm. The first time I snorted a line of coke, Can I be real? Is it? Can I be real? Be, real. be real? It got a hold of me and I was like, wow. Wow. You have to understand something. I grew up in an apostolic church. I watched every one of my brothers and sisters receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I had an apostolic praying mama yes. that fell on her knees every night and prayed for her family, her children, and, and I remember everything the first time I took a drink. I remember all of it. Not once. Not once, Brother Wilson, did I ever think where it was going to take me. Not one time. I'll never forget the first time I got thrown in jail. I was scared. I was 17 years old in Wichita Falls, Texas. Didn't have no family around me whatsoever. I just took off. I wound up in Wichita Falls, Texas in a jailhouse with police brutally beating folks. And I thought I was next. I was scared to death. Not once did I ever think I was going to wind up there. Not once did I ever think that that when I first hit the crystal meth line, did, did I ever think where it was going to take me. Not one time, not one time did I ever think that I had an ultimatum coming. Not one time, not one time did the thought ever cross my head that I was expecting to lose my family. See, I was functional. I worked, man, I worked hard. You name it, I didn't care if it was building houses, if it was working in a factory, if it was doing mechanic work, I was functional. But I didn't realize that it was taking my family away from me. And I came to that ultimatum. Honey, it's either me and his kids or we're done. Your choice. And I guess you see why I chose. Look how beautiful they are. The whole time this was going on, the whole time these things were happening, I didn't know He was right there. And if I would have just listened, if I would have just listened, you know, sometimes we hear, but we don't listen. There's a difference. It's It's scientifically known there is a difference between hearing and listening. If I would have just listened to him, I can spare you this heartache. Just call my name. I can fix this, this winding road that you're on. Just call my name. I can change your path. Just call my name, I'm here, I'm right here. If I could have just listened, and I'll never forget, I will never forget the day that I actually opened my ears. (coughs) I've told this story, I'm going to tell it again. I was in a little church house in Marvin Arkansas. I was standing up at the altar and I was praying next to a fella. His name was Charlie. 15 years prior to this, 15 years prior to this night, I was in Rockford, Illinois, going into his house to beat him to death. That's how far I went. Epistology. I grew up knowing what the Holy Ghost was. I grew up knowing what the healing virtue of God was. I grew up seeing miracles. I grew up seeing people possessed with demons being being being. <laughs> I seen them prayed out of them. They were delivered. I grew up seeing this stuff. 15 years prior to this night I was going to be dead man to death and we were standing at the altar and we were praying I was ready to make a change because I started listening we got done praying and walked to the back of the church and brother Louis this man started telling me things that happened in his life that drove him to the point of where he was 15 years prior to that. The man said, Mike, I don't tell nobody this. He said, but I was hiding. He said, I don't know. He said, I didn't know what to do. He said, well, they told me about God. Is it the head of, he said, I've been praying that night. He began to explain to me the things that he went through as a child. What, what, his family put him through. What, the things that he went through. And all of a sudden, for the first time in my entire life, felt compassion. And I started bawling like a little baby. I don't mean when the little tear things where the tear just just high, like you're trying real hard not to cry. You're trying to be cool about the tears. Uh, I broke down. And there was that that moment that moment that i heard the audible voice of god i listened he said i've been here the whole time he said and if you will allow it i am fiction to alter your circumstances And that's when I found myself at that good old fashioned Pentecostal altar, just pouring my heart out to God, repenting, and God filling me with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. 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 We don't always understand what we go through. Most of the time it's because we put ourselves through it. I'm just going to be real tonight, church. Most of the times, because we put ourselves through it. But one thing about it the presence of God is always there. Oh, yes. How many of you have ever known God to lie? Give me one instance, one instance in the Word of God where He ever told a lie. Give me one instance where He ever lied to you. Can't do it, can you? So why can we not believe? Why can we not believe that lo I am with you always? Oh, yes. I will never leave you nor forsake oh, you. Why can we not believe those things? Oh, no, I ain't even that I ain't even turned the first page of these moments. Not the first page. Let's see, we'll turn this one. How's that? I think we'll turn this one too. Zephaniah 3 and 17, hey, I'm going to read the scripture. Zephaniah 3 and 17 reads this, The Lord thy God is in the midst of thee, Uh, excuse me, the Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. Okay, did you catch that? The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over thee with joy. Now, ain't that something? Taylor, he went ahead in time and seen what we were going to become. <coughs> seen what we were going to do. Seeing what path we were going to take. And still came out and said, I will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. Mm, mm, mm. In the presence of the Lord we find companionship. Proverbs 18 and 24 states there is a friend that taken closer than a brother. Hmm. The Lord is the best companion to have, the most wonderful person to know, and the greatest friend to spend a lifetime with. Like a friend, he shares his heart with you and listens as you share your heart with him. He is a friend who is always near, and daily wants you to be close to him. The Lord delights to look upon your face, to hear the sound of your voice, and to know the desires of your heart. I can almost hear Him now saying, I love you. And I'm so glad. So very glad. That I can spend this day with you. If we would but listen. Because he's right there. I guess if you're listening with this here. He can be right here. Or here. Or here here. The point is, is he's right here. Everything that God is, he is eternity. He is love and he loves you all the time. He is good and he is good to you all the time. There are no ups and downs, no highs and lows, or comes and goes with God. What he was to you yesterday when he showed you mercy and grace. He will be the same to you today show you the same today. The acceptance you knew when he lifted you out of your sins is the same acceptance that upholds you today. The arms that were once around you to give you assurance embraces you today. Deuteronomy 33 and 27, the eternal God is our refuge and underneath are the everlasting arms. All the joys of his face, all the gladness of his heart, all the delights of his presence rest upon you today. He's right here. pages of notes and I get to use two of them. I think that's pretty cool. You know why? Because he's right here. If we would but listen, if we would but allow God to use us, he is the keeper of your way the guardian of your steps, and the author of your day. He has a plan and a purpose for you, and he is about the business of bringing it to pass in your life. He is the greatest teacher you will ever have. He will never pass you on to someone else, but will stay with you as your personal tutor. His instruction will cause you to climb new heights and explore new depths. You will see things as you have never seen them before. He will keep you in wonder and fill you with splendor as your faith discovers more and more about his amazing ways. Amen. favorite scripture standing stand with me, church. I am going to close. Isaiah 43 and 2 say the us The right of hope when thou passest through the waters. I will be with thee. I have need of you. Let me work in your life. Let me do what I need to do. Who will you listen? How about tonight, church? If we can all just lift our hands.